How do you feel like if someone came to you, walked up to you and said, Hey, how are you? Please tell me, what are your likes and dislikes? And then you went on to tell this person, you see, I like someone being honest with me. I like someone who takes care of me. I like someone who respects me. Hmm. Then this person says, okay, thank you for telling me. And what are your dislikes? And then you tell them, I don't like someone lying to me. I, like, I don't like someone pretending to love me or care about me. And I don't like someone being unfaithful. Hmm. Person shakes their head and says, okay, thank you for letting me know. And then, to your surprise, this person starts lying to you. This person is dishonest with you. This person is unfaithful. How would you feel like? Or let me say, your, your dad asks you, so what do you want me to do for you this semester, this term? If you're going to school, if you're going to work, what do you want me to do for you? Oh, and then you're so excited. You tell him, oh, dad, I want you to buy for me. Uh, I need a new gadget. Let me say a phone, mobile phone or a laptop and that I need more money I need this and that then he, your dad shakes his head okay good then time comes for you to go to school to start school and your dad hasn't given you anything yet he asked in the first place you smiled you were very happy you were very excited and said hmm I'm about to get this and that in these two scenarios Imagine you are the person, the person that told this other fellow what you want and what you don't want, what you like and what you dislike. You told your dad when he asked for the things that you would love, you, tell, you told them to him. But now the person you told your likes and dislikes is doing the total opposite. The dad you told the things you want or need has done nothing, has not bought anything for you. How would you feel? How would that make you feel like? Of course you didn't feel good. And that was a rhetoric question. That introduces us to our very next step. Self control now self-control could be understood by each of us in different ways all right what is self-control you might ask well i think the word itself is self self-explanatory is in english if it is a, a stand-alone word most times we seek a definition for it. When it comes to words that are made up of two English words, oh, then we can easily understand it. So you can easily say self-control is controlling yourself. I have a lecturer friend who never liked us defining words that way. 
what is self-control self-control is controlling yourself sounds vague but in these simple terms that is how we're able to understand self-control now self-control is not just something we say it is something we do it is an action it is a, a habit you cannot just know self-control without practicing it our third step along the path was knowledge and since peter writes saying add 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 to our knowledge he says we add self-control why do we have to add self-control to knowledge because if knowledge is studying the bible self-control is applying what we learn it's like you go to class the teacher comes and teaches you and then gives you homework that is self-control now you get to walk the talk you get to put into practice what you've been studying and it is one thing to submit to Jesus Christ as your as your savior to have faith in him and it's also another matter to submit to him as lord and savior to be all in to be fully dedicated because once we get to a point of determining that he is my lord and savior he is my master he is my leader peter writes and says we need to learn what we want and then put it into action to practice it and obey it yes you've gained the knowledge about jesus so what next we have to obey and apply what he says and this is actually part of a lifelong it's a process we will never stop until we finally get to meet him whether it's after we've died and been able to meet him on the other side of earth or when he returns for us knowledge isn't enough just knowing somebody isn't enough like that lady you really looked at and that guy you looked at and said i need to know about him i need to get acquainted with him if they told you the things they want you to do they told you about their likes and dislikes it doesn't just stop there it doesn't end at that point you get to a point of now practicing to obey what they told you if you're lucky enough and got that guy's number and he told you uh, nice to meet you i'll give you my number but please never call me during the night time or past 9 pm at night now self control is when you choose to not call because you have to obey what they told you you know what they want now you choose to do it James 1:22 says be sure you leave out the message and do not merely listen to it and so deceive yourselves You don't just read the Bible and say it is up in my head I've stored it. No. You need to act. You need to do what it asks, what it requires of you. Knowing the Bible without living it is like eating a meal without digesting it. It's only you know you're just pretending. Imagine if you got that nice delicious meal, put it in your mouth, you chewed it and then you had to spit it out. It doesn't make sense. If you intend to eat a meal then you're going to chew it, swallow it and digestion happens and then it produces the energy and all that you need in your body. 
we don't read God's word, we don't read the Bible, get to know Jesus Christ or what he wants, what he expects of us, and then we leave it out there. And if we talk about this whole process of now putting into action what you've been learning, you need to understand that this is not a lone journey. Yes, you're walking the path as a person, but you're not the only one walking along this path. And that is why if you look closely to the illustration I, I chose to use as a, a cover picture for our episodes, it shows various people walking. They are stepping in different places. Someone is starting is just at the faith level. Someone has already been able to move up to the perseverance level and someone is already there. But that journey is a loop. Because at the end, we don't see anything like we've grown with Jesus Christ. You keep growing. You keep coming back. You're not walking alone. So choose to do, to practice some of this with others. Find people you share a faith with. with you know, commune with them. Be with them. All right? Share, tell them this is how I'm struggling. What does this mean? There are always people who have seen this, who have grasped the concept, who know more than you. There is something you know better than someone in the same faith and someone else knows something better than you. Choose to do this as a group. Find somebody you can talk to, somebody you can consult and they will direct you better. Because if we are to practice what scripture says, then we need to embrace the fact that it is not only us. Ask for help. Whenever you feel like you're not, you don't know what's, what's next. What should I do here? I'm new. Find someone you really want to learn from and have them with you in your life. Ask them. And since the whole concept is practicing what scripture says, then you need to memorize what these principles say. It is one thing to read and cram it, have it off head, and memorizing it. Because you cannot do homework without knowing what the lesson was. So memorizing Bible verses and passages can be extremely helpful when we don't have the opportunity to open the Bible right away or ask for help. You have it off head. You can easily say it out and share it out with someone else. If your head is full of scripture, if you've been able to memorize what the Bible says, then it's going to come in handy in times when sin and temptation come your way. You're not just going to quote it, but you're going to leave it out. Now, when I mentioned self-control, I'm sure most of us, if we've read the Bible, you remember that it is mentioned among the fruits of the Spirit. So that means we require the Holy Spirit as well. We need to live a life that is conducive for the Holy Spirit to work within us. And that is how we get to the level of self-control. When we've been able now to know, yes, I'm able to do this. But it's not easy. Because spiritual growth is not your own, it's not your project, it's God's project. 
we can only practice what he says but it is him to perfect that in our lives we need to obey his word like he says it john 14 23 to 24 if anyone loves me he will obey my word the person who does not love me does not obey my words so my dear friends let's choose to obey christ Let's choose to not just know, to gain that knowledge from the Bible, but also practice it. Just like a relationship would not work if someone told you what they want and what they don't want and you chose to do the opposite. It would be very heartbreaking for God. Thank you so much. And I hope that we grow.